Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Truth About Trucking, live, hosted by Alan Smith, a 30-year OTR veteran, business entrepreneur, and motor carrier transportation consultant, specializing in assisting students and new drivers, and pushing forward to raise the standards of the trucking industry. And now, live from beautiful Citrus County, Florida, here's your host, Alan Smith. Second, 2011. Appreciate you tuning in this evening, and if you miss our live broadcast, all of our shows are archived, so you are able to go back at any time and listen at your convenience. Uh, this evening, we're going to be discussing uh, updated information about Jason's Law, the uh, legislation to provide more safe and secure parking areas for our nation's truck drivers. And it was recently reintroduced by Congressman Paul Tonko at a uh, press conference in Washington, D.C. back on uh, May 11th of this year. So we want to learn more on where Bill H.R. 1803 now stands, and Congressman Tonko will be joining us in the second half of the program. And joining us first is Hope Rivenberg, the lady who has been working diligently to get this bill passed into law. And she continues to uh, spend her own time and finances to travel back and forth from New York to Washington, D.C., speaking with representatives and senators and meeting with Congressman Tonko and others uh, in her efforts to help bring more secure parking areas for U.S. truckers. And uh, the work she's done and the accomplishments she has achieved are pretty amazing. And even through the toughest of times from the loss of her husband, Jason, she continues to push forward in this uh, important issue to help bring about a greater need of safety for all professional drivers. And uh, for those of you who might just be hearing about this or new to it, you can check it out and more information about Jason's Law and what it's all about at their website at jhlrivenberg.com. And with me, of course, also is my better half, Donna, and Donna, you speak pretty regularly with Hope, and um, I'm sure you'll agree the work she continues to do is pretty inspiring. Yeah, hi, everybody. Um, yeah, Hope is really um, a phenomenal person um, after um, Jason was shot and killed, uh, and uh, the legislation was was introduced by Paul Tonko. She was right there um, to to help introduce it during all her grief. Uh, the loss of her husband, and um, we just continue to um, be inspired by all that she does, and uh, we continue this drive to have Jason's Law passed. Um, Hope is on the um, line tonight, and we're so excited to have her on. And uh, I don't know, Alan, am I um, am I doing announcements uh, before or after? Because I, I was going to make the announcement of the award. Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do it now. Hope's not on the line yet. I think we uh I think we had told her to call in, you know, 5 or 10 minutes after. So, uh I'm watching here to see when she pops up, but uh you know, while we wait to get Hope on the line, you know, you can, you know, let's get any announcements you have out there and then we can jump right into the program with our guest. Okay, wonderful. Well, I'm very excited um, to announce we did have a Making a Difference Award, which is going to be presented at the 2011 Truck Driver Convention in Tunica, Mississippi on October 15th. And people have been voting online for three months now. And um, Hope Hope is notified of this, um, but I'm going to announce it tonight that she did win the Making a Difference Award. There were five nominees, and it was pretty close, I'm going to say. Um, the other nominees that were uh, part of the part of it was Kyla Lieberg of Truckers Against Trafficking, Jazzy Jordan, uh, who ran for the St. 
Christopher's Fund across the, the country, Desiree Wood, who is a truck driver advocate, and John Osborne, who drives the Merv across the country. He's uh, an advocate for driver health. The nominees were also selected online. So uh, these were all, uh, all these selections were by you, and we thank you for, for sending them in, and all the voting is now uh, done. So um, the winner is Hope Rivenberg. Um, let's see. Oh, the, the award was uh, donated by the Load Post, who's one of our bronze sponsors uh, for the convention, and she will have, Hope is going to have a uh, a paid vacation down here in Florida. And I'm really glad it's in Florida because um, we can visit Hope. And anyway, that's our first announcement. The second announcement is that Hope will be uh, traveling to Washington to lobby for Jason's Law. As Alan said, she does pay for these expenses herself. And, um, and she does it for others. Uh, so that no one has to endure the pain that she's endured uh, by losing her husband when he was parked at an abandoned gas station and shot. Uh, donations for Hope can be uh, made to the Jason Rivenberg Memorial Fund, and that's at Care of Trust Co. Bank, 1900 Altamont Avenue in Rotterdam, New York, 12303, or you can just go to their website and find all this information out at www.jhlrivenberg.com. And the easiest way to find it is just type in Google Jason's Law, and it's the first one up there. Another way you can donate to help uh, Hope during all this is to uh, secure your copy of the Big Rig CD. Um, David Ayers and Barry Allen are the composers of the CD, and they are still donating $3 for every CD purchase. Uh, it does have the song on it, Say a Prayer for Jason, uh, which was written for Hope and her children. And it also has When the Big Rigs Don't Roll, and a lot of you are all familiar with the songs that are on the CD. Um, if you want to purchase your copy and help donate towards this fund, you can just go to Ask the Trucker, and on the top you'll see Big Rig, um, let me see, Big Rig Funds, it'll say up there. And click on there and order your CD, and a good portion of that will go to Hope. Again, Hope will be at the 2011 First Annual Truck Driver Convention, um, which is a full day and evening, 8 a.m. to midnight, for drivers and their supporters to unite and gather together uh, to discuss, debate, take action regarding the pressing issues related to the trucking industry. Um, the convention is to honor and recognize the professional CDL drivers, and um, Alan and I just put a, a, a great video up that describes it. Just go to askthetrucker.com, and off to the right you'll see the video, and it, it really pretty much uh, describes the convention. Um, our speakers are going to include uh, trucking employment law attorney Paul Taylor, known as the whistleblower of Truckers Justice Center. Um, also, business management, um, Eddie Gichui is a software engineer, decided to go OTR and then analyze what owner-operators needed to make their business successful and then designed a program to do it. So he's over at Trip Sheet Central, and uh, he'll be there. <laughs> you got it right that time. Yeah, I got it right that time. And, you know, it's funny because it's written wrong on my sheet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, on trucking jobs and careers, we have James McCormick um, of Trucking Careers of America, uh, the trucking job wizard. We send plenty of people over to, the, over to him, and, uh, and he's wonderful. He takes people uh, individually and looks for their needs, and we just love James uh, McCormick. So, He'll be there, regulatory specialist, and this is a big one uh, with all the regulations. We've got Richard Wilson, who's going to be at the convention. Um, he's helped drivers and carriers understand these new government regulations, petitions, proposals, you name it. He's got it. He's with transproductsandservices.com, and he'll be there. Austin Walsh is going to be your, your social media expert. 
um, who's actually going to um, teach us all how to take our message and uh, step it up a notch and get it out there and so we can all be more effective in our networking together. Um, and we're looking forward to that. Uh, so that's um, that's it for, for the uh, speakers. And also we'll have an open forum uh, for everyone to uh, walk up to the podium and ask questions. That's going to be a three-hour event. So if you've got questions, write them down. And we're all going to be discussing and debating and finding solutions uh, for what's going on in our trucking industry. We'd like to say thank you um, uh, for all our sponsors. Um, without them, this wouldn't be happening. Um, the silver sponsors we have are the Pilot Flying Jave Travel Centers, Idle Air, AirDoc. Bronze sponsors are Lone Mountain Truck Leasing, the Load Post, Hotels for Truckers, the Truckers Forum, Trans Products and Trans Services, the TA Petro, and OIDA. And if you would like to be a sponsor, um, you can give us a call at 352-505-8162. We do have five openings uh, remaining. Or you can send us an email at info at truckingsocialmedia.com. Um, I also want to say that the St. Christopher's Fund is going to be with us, and we're hap very happy for uh, to have them there. We're going to have as uh, winding down live entertainment because it's it's going to be a pretty intense day. I, I promise everybody that. Um, we're going to have truckers tracks with Johnny Neal, Doug Jones, Jan McCarter, and the rest of the band, and they'll be playing for quite a while. And um, oh, and we'll have two full buffets for you, so you won't be hungry while you're there. I know it's going to be an all-day event, but. We've taken care of that too. So uh, this is this is going to be a first of a kind. And again, we've got the video up on Ask the Trucker. So just head on over there and click it, and um, and it'll pretty much explain everything. So um, that's all I have for announcements tonight, Alan. Okay. Well, that sounds good. And um, I tell you what, let's just well let's welcome uh, Hope Rivenberg back to the show. Uh, Hope. Thanks thanks for joining us again. Glad to have you here. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Congratulations, Hope. I announced you were the winner. I couldn't I couldn't contain myself. <laughs> That's okay. Thanks thank you guys very much. Yeah, we're we're very happy and congratulations. And I know you and um, Candy from the Load Post already discussed, um, you know, where you be going in Florida. Actually, where will you be going in Florida? Donna, I'm really bad because I kind of forgot the name. Oh, okay. Yeah, you, I know. I know. You probably wrote it down and put it somewhere. And I totally get it. Um, Okay, well, congratulations. Anyway, I'm really glad um, you won that. So anyway, um, all right, Alan, you want to start it off, or? Um, well, I just well first, I, I guess hope how you and your family are doing well. I take it. Uh, yes, we're doing pretty good. Now, what is it now? Joshua, Joshua is uh, what four? Yes, he is four, and the twins are two. Or two now, so well, boy, you've got your hands full right there. Yeah, because they've got such different personalities. It's never a dull moment. <laughs> well, I'm glad y'all are doing well. I guess I guess we should start off with. Uh, I mean, you were just recently in Washington D.C. May 11th with uh, Congressman Paul Tonko and other supporters of uh, Jason's Law at the uh, press conference. Um, tell us a little bit about that. How did that go, and what was it like? It was for me. It was pretty kind of emotional for the whole reintroduction of the bill. And then it was so nice to see so many different organizations agree upon this bill. That was just really amazing to see. And and they weren't there um, last year, or they just weren't there visibly last year? Um, did they go? Because you had a press conference last year, too, didn't you? We did. Um Last year, I believe all that was at the press conference was Congressman Tonko, Congressman Paulson, OIDA, and ATA. Okay. I believe those were the only organizations there last year. 
So this year we had um, the American Moving and Storage also, and uh, let's see, Richard Henderson of the Commercial Vehicle Safety Alliance and Lisa Mullings of um, the National Association of Truck Stop Owners, which is NATSO operators, yeah. I mean. So you had three more um, supporters this year, so that must have been really, really encouraging. It was, and it was so nice you, like that they all agree upon this thing. This bill. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know we were talking earlier. I know everybody's excited again. You know, the buzz is starting. Uh, at last year, we had such momentum going. We had about three national call-ins. Um, it was really, really moving. And then we had the elections, and then everything changed. People were out of office and into office. And uh, the funds ran out for the uh, transportation bill, and uh, now Jason's Law had to be reintroduced. So it's kind of like starting from scratch, but not really, because I I think the awareness uh, is out there. And, and, you know, people are now, okay, we're ready, let's get going. Uh, Let's start in again, and this time let's just get it passed. So, um so how's that looking uh, for you? I know we were talking about, an, uh, well, you have to go to Washington now and start lobbying again, and uh, uh, when, when are you planning on doing that? I'm hoping to go to Washington at the end of the month, um, possibly the week before the last week of the month, around the 23rd. So I would okay. like to do a national call-in day on the 23rd, because hopefully I can be out there for it. Right, right. Well, that sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. Have you talked to Congressman Tonko about that? I mean, does, um, you know, he's going to be on in just a few minutes, so uh, I'm sure he's going to be thrilled to death to hear that if you haven't already. Um, I had emailed Clinton about it and told him that that is a possibility. Um, From last year, we've gained already 10 of our old co-sponsors back onto the bill. So we have about... I think around 20, between 20 and 25 of our old co-sponsors to get back on the bill that are still in office. And then the new ones, because, I mean, now, you know, with so much more support behind us, I, I think this will, this is going to be a lot easier than last time. Last time, you know, it was like pulling teeth, and now I think a lot more people are are looking at it as, as a critical, a critical bill that needs to uh, go into law. So, um, yeah. Um, okay, so let's uh, put it down then, the 23rd. Um, and you're going to be there in Washington the 23rd also. Yes, I'm going to try like heck to get there. Okay, wonderful. Um, anyway, uh, Alan, what do you what do you have in um, your notes to ask uh, ask Hope? I know she. I mean, it's unbelievable the work you do. Really, thank you so much for what you do for the um, truck drivers. It's it's just really inspiring to all of us. So it's nothing compared to what so many other people do. It's really not. Uh-huh. Well, there's a. Well, first, let me tell you, there's a. Uh, our listeners in the chat room are telling you congratulations for the uh, making a difference award, and they're wanting me to tell you hello. They're all in there saying hi, hope, hello, hope, hey, hope. So let hello me and that. thank you. <laughs> Yeah, so let me pass that on there. Trucker Desiree is saying hi, and uh, Jason and Pat. Also, you know, just everybody in there, just uh, you know, just so thankful for what you do, and and uh, just, they just want to tell you hi and hello and wish you well, and and so I'll pass that on to you from them. Well, and, I'm back and thank you. <laughs> what do you think? Um, uh, you know, like Donna was saying earlier, you know, in, like last year, you know, it was kind of slow going. And what do you think turned the tide? I mean, what was it? Just the um, the rewriting of the bill, you think? Or I mean, I mean, you know, obviously there's so many polit- so much politics involved in this. But what do you think turned the tide where um, you're seeing so much more, su- you know, more support than you did uh, the previous year? I think because everything is. It, it's really spelled out in the bill this year, and um, the congressman did a lot of work before he introduced the bill. I mean, there was a lot of things that they made sure of, and it's just it's all really spelled out in the bill. 
Yeah, a lot, lot more clear or, or a lot more detail, I think, is, is what it is um, from what I can see. So uh, I think it just kind of inspired people maybe just a little bit more to jump on there. But, I mean, and I personally think with all the publicity also, with all your going lobbying and, uh, and everybody uh, behind you, I, I think people really realized, hey, listen, th- this is a priority on the transportation bill. Um, th- this is nothing to fool around with anymore. You know, we've got to get behind it because this is serious. And uh, and I think, you know, it really says a lot, power in numbers. And I think um, everybody everybody was supporting you, and, and we thank everybody for that. I know a lot of people did a lot of hard work uh, oh, to get it out there. And... Uh, uh, and it's great. It's a good feeling. And I remember you and I were talking and saying that we're going to have a big party when this is passed. <laughs> oh, are we ever. Here at our house, we are going to have a huge party <laughs> for anybody that can make it. Yeah, well, we'll be there for sure. Um, well, is it still is it still uh, allotting the, the, like it was, the $20 million um, uh, over six years? Is it still that, Is it still the same? It is still the same. The amount is still the same. Um, I have the bill right here. Is it, is it still a pilot program? That's what I wanted to know. Or is, is this going to be, you know, uh, regular, you know, law? Is it still um, they're going to be strike and establish and inserting implement. Okay. And okay, I missed that. What was that? They're going to be striking, establish, and inserting implement for okay. it. Okay. Okay. All right. Have you read Have you read the entire bill? I have the entire bill right here. Yes. You do. Okay. <laughs> I does, do. It, does it say Does it say anything about what, like, any particular areas of the country that you know these uh, um, rest areas would go into, or does it get into anything like that? No, it's nationwide. It doesn't say, like, um, you know, one spot over another spot. No, it's, it's nationwide. Whatever states apply for the money and they need it, those would be the ones that get oh, it. Okay, so they're, oh, not, okay. they're not narrowing it like where it's needed most and prioritizing it's, it's who's going who's gonna to apply for the money. Because that was a big thing, I think, last year uh, or in the years. The money was there and nobody was applying for it. Um, and so I think that's another awareness that really came about with um, with this and with all the rest areas closing. I, I think people said, "Wow!" And that and also it will cover rest areas closing this time, right? Um, yeah, actually, there's some really neat things. Um, it, in the bill, it says maintaining existing facilities if appropriate. And right, and I don't think that was. Mm-hmm. DOT does a, um, a yearly survey anyways, like on their bridges and their um, roadways. And now mm-hmm. they also have to, in this, with this bill, they will also have to do a survey as far as truck parking. If they don't have enough truck parking, then they have to figure out how they're going to accommodate some of the trucks. Okay, so uh, they're really looking at it a lot more serious than, um, than they ever had in the past. Yeah. So um, now, if people want to go and read this bill uh, online, uh, I'll be honest with you, Alan and I, you know, looked all over. We couldn't find it. Uh, could you tell us where it is this time? What I do is in the search bar, I just type in Thomas, and it'll bring up the um, in your like a Google or Yahoo or whatever it is. It'll have like Thomas Congress Library, and that's the link I click on. And then if you okay. type in your bill number, it, which is HR 1803, and it will bring up a bunch of different things. And you can see the co-sponsors. You can see who uh, sponsored the bill, the text of the bill, where it is now. Okay, so that's thomas.org? I'm not for sure if it's thomas.org, Donna. I okay. know it's Thomas. I, I, like I said, I, in the search bar, I just type in Thomas. And it comes right up, huh? Okay. Okay, uh, we'll we'll do that and we'll uh, we'll get it going and print it out. I know because um, it's not on that Congress uh, site like two one five six was. They charge the old Jason's Law, so I mean that one's still up there. So I was trying to get that and we just couldn't find it. Okay, thanks. I apologize. 
I should email Jubilee. <laughs> no, it's it's our poor searching techniques is what it is. But so what? So what's the next step then for you? Uh, going back to D.C. on the 23rd. Anything in before then, or what's what's on your plans now? Um. As of right now, as far as D.C., it's just going back to D.C. and, <clears throat> you know, making, of course, the phone calls from home, trying to get as much done from home as I can and things like that. But I'm definitely going to try to be back on the 23rd. Well, which brings up a, a, a great point because even though, you know, you just called a national calling day for the 23rd, um, I, you know, we all need to be calling now. So we could probably say from now until the 23rd when we call again because it's not going to hurt to call two times and um, uh, call your representatives, your um, your, your congressmen. Mm-hmm. And there isn't a bill in the Senate like last time we had S-971. There isn't one there this time, right? I'm not yet. Um, I have been told that. It is going to be reintroduced on the Senate side. It's just a matter of when. Because okay. I I really <laughs> I do I I kind of try to keep the pressure on both to get it going and get right. it done. Um, like right. when we, I had a one day I sat down here and I call, got all the numbers together for all of our old co-sponsors, and I called all the offices and I'm like, Jason's Law, you co-sponsored it last session. It's been reintroduced. Would you be please co-sponsor it again? And then we got 10 more co-sponsors out of it. So that worked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was really surprised. And how is it looking? I mean, I think this is a totally bipartisan effort. I mean, the very first co-sponsor was a Republican, which just was really inspiring to, to see that people aren't looking all that nonsense, you know, how, how we all do, you know, how they do. Mm-hmm. So um, how is it looking with the 10? Is it split down the middle? Is it mostly Democrat? I believe it is three out of the ten are Republican. That's wonderful. That's really good. And yeah. I know we'll be working um, in our area where we are. Um, uh, Ginny Brownway is uh, is the uh, congresswoman over here, and uh, we call we've called that office many times. I myself even went to the town meeting and brought it up with a stack of papers. <laughs> <laughs> And I know they looked at me like I was crazy, but that's okay. Um, I love the town meetings. That's how we got Gillibrand to co-sponsor the Senate side last year, was at a town meeting. Really? And yeah. uh, well, I'm, and I'm doing it again, and, uh, you know, I guess they'll be used to seeing me by then because we live in a very small, small area, and so, you know, maybe 25, 30 people show up at these things. So, anyway, I'm looking forward to it, and we'll just keep calling again. Yeah, you know, that's a good point, too, because, you know, sometimes people think, you know, these phone calls really don't make a difference or do anything. But, you know, I hope I think you can testify to that. The phone calls that have been made have have made a big impact on this. Oh, my gosh, absolutely. Um, I know on the field of the national calling days where I'll go through and call all the representatives. Up and, they'll, of course, they ask you what you're calling about. And if you tell them and they're like, oh, okay, yes, we've heard of that today. They they remember mm-hmm. hearing so many people call them about it. That's that's the whole key. And I was surprised even when I, I called in our small area here that, um, yes, we've been receiving uh, a lot of uh, calls about this. And I was like, wow, that's great. I mean, we're kind of rural over here. So, yeah, that's that's it's very very true. Just keep calling and and eventually, you know, it's like commercials. You watch enough commercials, you go buy the product. Yeah, yeah, it do, it does make a difference, no doubt. We've seen that. So, well, hope I'm going to leave your line open. Feel free to to jump in at any time. Um, I, oh, I just got a I just got a um, thing on my phone from uh, Desiree. She uh, she typed in Open Congress 1803, and she said it's in there now. Um, I didn't see it today. Maybe I was clicking the wrong links or something, but uh, she said, yeah, it's it's there. Oh, good. Okay. All right. Well, one other way to find it. I think we have uh, Congressman Tonko on the line here, so let's go over to him and hope I'll leave your mic on, like I said, and just feel free to join in. Uh, it's a Washington, D.C. area code, so I'm assuming this is him. So, Congressman, thanks for uh, finding the time to be with us this evening. I think this is him, Congressman Tonko. 
Maybe not. He might here. might have a poor connection. It sounds like um, I hear a very faint voice in the background. Yeah, they may be getting him. I mean, I know last time he was real busy. He's fitting this into his time. But I'll leave. Um, uh, oh, okay. Hold on. I'll. I think this is him. We've so we've got uh, we've got two from uh, Washington D.C. I th- I think this is Congressman Tonko. Is that you? It is. Um, Alex, hey, I found you. I, I, yeah, I have to. You know, we've had a busy day on the Hill, numbers. and anytime <laughs> we have a chance to talk to you and Donna, and uh, to be with our good friend Hope, uh, it's our it's our pleasure. So it's great to join you. Thank you so much. Well, I oh. appreciate you being here, and Hope I, Hope is still on the line with us. So, like I said, she can just join in at any time, and and uh, she's been kind of filling us in a little bit about the uh, May 11th press conference y'all had because that was yep. uh, pretty exciting. It was very exciting. It was a way for us to just introduce uh, the bill officially and to draw a lot of attention to the efforts that um, all of us have been making. Uh, You know, this is, uh, I think, an issue that really speaks to a very broad audience. Uh, While many will see it as a safety issue and um, a bit of legislation done on behalf of America's truck um, drivers out there, that's true, but it also... um, speaks to public safety on our highways, and that affects everybody. Um, And so we're determined to uh, get this done. Our latest bill, number 1803, is um, what we've been uh, utilizing to grow bipartisan support. And um, it was great to have Hope with us on the day of the kickoff and uh, to really, you know, share her personal story and that of Jason's um, so as to remind people that this is being done in order to – uh, undo a wrong out there and to improve a situation where we really need to uh, provide for safety, uh, public safety. If we're going to have the requirement out there uh, by the federal government that uh, there be a rest period after every 11 hours of driving, then let's make certain that the uh, availability of safe parking areas um, is the outcome. And uh, we're going to continue to do that until we're successful. Well, it, 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 we were talking earlier too. I mean, you, it seems like you have gotten gained uh, just a lot more support too than from what you've had last year. Um, Absolutely. And you know, we—I have to tell you, Alan—that we have been working in a very strong bipartisan way, and we've been working with the other house, with the United States Senate, and we want to make certain that um, people understand just by our actions that this is a total bipartisan effort. It is about bringing on uh, Republicans and bringing on Democrats because you know. Um, truck drivers shouldn't be held uh, back. Their progress shouldn't be held back simply by uh, partisan differences. And uh, here we have already a very strong statement made on the bill with some five um, or more Republicans joining some eight or so uh, Democrats in this effort. And, of course, last year uh, we've just initiated circulating the, the the bill for sponsorship. But last year we received many, many sponsors, and we have every reason to believe that there will be any no drop-off and we'll just continue to grow uh, Republican and Democratic support. So already it's a pretty good balance of Republicans and Democrats, and that's our aim here, to let people know that safety for our truck drivers on the highways and the broader issue of uh, public safety uh, is not a partisan thing. It's a multipartisan thing, and we all gained uh, if we do the right thing and the smart thing. And uh, this program, as you know, uh, would uh, provide resources for a number of important items. And uh, we want to make certain that, that um, as we pay tribute uh, to the memory of Jason Rivenberg of Schoharie County in New York State, that we do it in a way that really responds to a situation that really denied him his safety and, and also led to a very tragic outcome. Well, sure. Well, we just appreciate everything you're doing. I know there's many, many drivers out there that are following this. Let me just throw out, um, you can follow Congressman Tonko at what he's doing and um, at his official website, tonko.house.gov. And, um, I mean, this thing is, I, I know this is all part of politics. I'm no no expert in politics. It just goes on and on. But why, why has it taken so long to establish the Transportation Reauthorization Bill? Is that just... Just well, you know, there's, yeah, people are in disagreement as to how to put the resources together for a transfer, t- transportation reauthorization bill. But we really do believe that because it's such an urgent issue, there's such a huge demand to get it done, that we want to make certain that this bill, getting all of its attention and notoriety, 
will be a simply addition, a simple addition to that to that measure. If it doesn't pass on its own, uh, we can certainly have that as a fallback position. And as they get the resources together, uh, we want to make certain that um, you know that all the work that should have been done would have been done at that point in time. You know, we've also opened up to any recommendations that um, the Republicans in the House might have. I'm a Democrat in the House of Representatives. We've opened up to a discussion with them, and they have made some recommendations, and we've adopted uh, a number of those recommendations so as to show partnership and consensus here. And I think that will uh, prove successful as we move forward and attempt to get things uh, done in a in a way that uh, really speaks to, um, you know, finally addressing the public safety. You know, as we're speaking, we just got another member, a representative from the District of Columbia, uh, to join on. Oh, really? Yeah, we're thrilled. Um, Anytime we can continue to grow that. And I have to tell you, um, Hope has been resilient in this effort. She is like nonstop. She knocks on the door. She goes in and meets with key people and um, really has been a major part of the drive to get things done. We have um, shifted uh, our our efforts from one account to another. Uh, it was advised that perhaps if we uh, chose another category of funding, it, it would be more appealing to the um, uh, to the Republican majority in the House. And so we're working with this particular funding for con- that deals with congestion. Um, and if we provide rest stops, that congestion outcome um, is okay as a response for us. We're comfortable with that, and if it's more appealing to the Republican Party in the House of Representatives, then we want to comply. So we're showing that we're serious about this, that we're willing to uh, negotiate our way through it as long as we don't lose the fundamental principles, and that has not been the case. It will allow us, obviously, to build safety rest areas, uh, with parking for commercial motor vehicles, and it also allows us. Uh, many people have asked about, well, what would be the relationship with private truck stops? Well, it, these funds would be uh, would enable us to partner with private truck stops and travel plazas to expand parking facilities, and also enable us to open existing facilities for parking, including weigh-in inspection stations. So, you know, we're we're trying to be all inclusive in the effort and make the improvements of facilities that uh, uh that needs to be part of the infrastructure out there so as to uh speak to the uh, the public safety of our trucking industry there's no denying uh, Alan as we look at this measure that this is um providing an underpinning of support to a very important industry that really is part of the economic recovery of this nation if we don't provide the resources to ship our goods um, along the trucking uh, routes of, uh, of this country, uh, then we're going to hold back our economic recovery. And so this is an investment, a down payment in assisting our economy, our business community, our small businesses, and in general, for public safety's sake, we're addressing all people. If we make it safer uh, for individuals to have a spot where they can rest and comply with the federal requirements, then we're, uh, I think, addressing everyone's public safety. I think that was a key, a key note there, uh, Congressman, when you said uh, the regulations to be able to comply, uh, especially with um, CSA and and the new HOS proposal. And uh, it, it's like you know, if you're going to give people uh, restrictions and mandates, you have to uh, you have to offer them a place where they can comply to, to all the mandates, and rest is one of them. And so it, it's almost, um, I don't know, it, it's, it's almost a no-brainer that mm-hmm. this would be a priority in the name of safety when safety is the number one issue uh, for the DOT and the FMCSA. So mm-hmm. it's almost logical, I mean, in my mind anyway. Right. And Hope, I'm always struck by the fact, you know, that with Jason showing up early, uh, on his scheduled uh, uh, delivery, uh, that that can pose, pose a problem for truckers. You know, um, many groups won't accept the delivery until the uh, stated time. And that, I believe, was the case in Jason's situation, where he began to search because he couldn't stay at that uh, destination because he was ahead of schedule. 
And so the nationwide shortage of safe, accessible rest stops for truckers is an issue that um, provides a response in so many different scenarios in so many different ways. Uh, and if uh, a trucker is early uh, with with delivery, then there has got to be that adequate supply of accessible rest stops. And um, hopefully we can avoid tragedy out there uh, from being repeated. Um, obviously, in this case, um, uh, a family and a community learned very hard uh, a lesson that uh, uh, we want no one to have to repeat. So, um, you know, we're going to continue to work uh, however we can in our most effective way and in uh, with the hand outstretched to um, all supporters here and all colleagues who uh, can potentially be groom, groomed to be supporters uh, and do it in a way that you know, really responds as quickly as possible to this effort. Um, now, Hope, did I hear you maybe trying to organize something for June 23rd? A national call-in day. How's that going? We just announced it tonight. <laughs> oh, really? So, oh, you announced it on the air already? Yes. Yeah. Hey, that's super. You know, you 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 are just incredible. I love working with you. I mean, if all citizens were were that active about making things happen, it's just wonderful. It's wonderful that you're you're pouring yourself so totally into this. Well, Congressman, you, you weren't on the air, but you know we had a Making a Difference award that's going to be um, awarded to. Uh, uh, well, Hope won the award. We announced it tonight. She oh, was wonderful. among um, five other nominees, and it's, it's going to be awarded at the October fifteenth Truck Driver Convention in Tunica, in, Mississippi. In so Mississippi. She, Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. She uh, is most deserving, truly deserving of that recognition. And uh, it's all about making a difference. And so, you know, the the label on the award and the connection of that award to Hope and her her story, her her travel here, her walk uh, is, uh, you know, just exemplary of what happens when one invests uh, in, in the process of, of developing law and how you can really have a ripple effect, uh, not only over a number of people, but over uh, many decades of time, you know, that uh, that is important. I think it's important to recognize. And so it's June 23rd that we have our National Call-In Day. Yeah. Yes, and I'd like to try to be in D.C. for it. Oh, that that would be great. It would be great to have you. You know, I should make mention that we have a lot, we have growing support also from the industry itself. And I don't know if anybody ran down the supporters this evening, but you know we have the Owner Operator Independent Drivers Association, OIDA, yeah. and we yeah. have the National Association of Truck Stop Operators, and the American Trucking Association, the American Moving and Storage Association, and the Commercial Vehicle Safety Alliance. So, you know, these are major groups with a whole lot of clout, and you know are highly credible. So. You know, this is this is a coming together that is uh, necessary if you want to get things done. And this, uh, I think, again, provides a, a lot of reinforcement that uh, we will get this done and get it done successfully. Um, the shortage of long-term parking is something that's critical to our national highway system. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. I, I oh, just okay. A, I just wanted to ask you. Um, is this this is still going to be under the safety lieu within the transportation bill? Well, basically, what we do is put it under this commercial or, or under the congestion program uh, that that we've had um, uh, as part of the transportation programs. It's congestion mitigation air quality (CMAQ) uh, instead of the highway trust fund. Um, oh, okay. There was a belief that it was a more predictable. Fund. People were more content um, from the Republican um, caucus. And again, as long as we have a guaranteed revenue stream, we want the, the appropriation of $20 uh, million, uh to be available for uh, the efforts on an annual basis. And then, of course, we're staying with that six-year stretch uh, that will respond to the infrastructure improvements uh, that are essential. And, you know, it can also include investment in the lighting. And I even envision, like, hookups uh, so that with the idle time that trucks may have, 
uh, we're doing a more energy efficient thing, a more environmentally sound thing. So I think it's I think it's a very beneficial program that can really take in many aspects of policy uh, and speak to it favorably from a truck driver's uh, perspective, from the trucking industry perspective. And, um, you know, these are uh, dollars that uh, can easily be accessed from that account for these purposes. Uh, they're hand and glove as a fit, and so we're very comfortable with um, uh, having restructured that. Now we have our friends in the in the, in the Senate, in the other house, in the United States Senate. We've made them uh, completely aware of what we're doing uh, with changes to the measure, and uh, we assume that uh, both Senator Schumer and Senator Gillibrand are still very interested and uh, are still very much involved in making things happen. So, um, you know, as we grow the bipartisan support in the House, and as they continue to uh, address the issue through the Senate. Uh, we just um, we just really believe that things are going in the right direction and uh, and moving at, at a relatively good pace so that uh, uh, we remain very hopeful. Well, I think I think tonight we announced that, you know, up until the 23rd, all of us now that we're, we have the, the show on, and I know a lot of people have been waiting to hear from you tonight, um, and we're going to be motivated again where everybody uh, can step on where they left off last year and start calling now. We don't have to wait for the 23rd, although we will make another phone call on the 23rd. But uh, from now until the 23rd, um, that's what we're going to be telling people to do. They need to be calling, calling their congressman. It's just one one phone call, and you explain to them what, what exactly, Congressman, you know, how would you tell them they should say this when they call up? Well, I think they should call and ask their representatives uh, to join on, to sign on to H.R. 1803. Um, I think that identifies it enough. If they're wanting to further label it and perhaps uh, plain English it and personalize it, they can say, you know, tell them to co-sponsor, join as a co-sponsor, uh, to uh, Jason's law uh, to protect truck drivers. Uh, but if they want to give the bill number, it's HR, House of Representatives, HR 1803, and it's Jason's law. And if they label their, their advocacy for either one of those, Jason's law or 1803, uh, they're doing the quickest thing. And, you know, just remind people that, um, you know, that you're for this because of the public safety you know, usually when an office accepts this, they'll probably want to know a little rationale behind it. And all you have to do is say, look, there's a requirement that drivers, truck drivers, rest after every 11 hours of, of, of driving, and they need safe areas in which to park. And you just throw that out there, and that clues them into the bill number, the bill title, and the purpose for your call. And um, if they say, well, does it have any funds, and say, yes, we've transferred it over to the congestion mitigation account, and that would require less than 1% of the total program funds for congestion uh, mitigation. So it lets them know that you're aware of where the funding's coming from, that it's a very small dent into that entire program of, 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 of available resources, and that this is a very reasonable request and that, um, you know, we need to move with urgency on it. Yeah, I, and I think that's really an important aspect for this show tonight because I know last year, uh, I mean, especially for the owner-operator and the companies, to, trucking companies to understand is because, uh, they, you know, they were talking about uh, Jason's Law was going to be funded by the possibility of raising fuel taxes. Well, right. uh, that's not the case now. So now the no. funding is going to be coming from the CMAQ. So I think that's right. really important to reiterate. Yep. And I think you're you're right, Alan. And, and when you let people see, we can even get to you some maybe talking points that you can keep repeating on your show. And uh -huh. as people take these talking points down, when they call in, they come across very informed. And I think that impacts the people in the individual legislative offices. But as you organize as faith, or as hope has the, the 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 faith in this system, which obviously um, she has shown over and over again, as you organize it and make it even more straightforward and more uh, thematic, uh, when you call in on June 23rd and there's this call-in day, 
it will impact people, and especially if you have a few tidbits of information that really speak to the legitimacy of the request, the need for it, um, and have the information at your fingertips. We can, you know, have a few bullets come your way, you know, a few notes on the bill so that you can keep reminding people as we build to June 23rd that these are the things you might want to stress. But, you know, the simple call of just Jason's Law or the simple call of 1803 or both 1803 and Jason's Law is enough to network you in. But people should, you know, be able to be ready to describe what it does and say, look, it provides funds for safe, accessible rest stops for our truckers. Right. All right. Well, we'll we'll be on it, and I'm sure uh, many others who uh, have been involved in this will be helping too. So, uh, well, I know you. I know you're busy. We're winding down here, but I appreciate you uh, joining us this uh, this evening and bringing us up to date on this issue. Always a pleasure. Really appreciate it. Well, Alan, it's a pleasure joining you and Donna. And and as I said, we feel like we're uh, connected to uh, hope and. in, in many ways of advocacy. So um, I thank you all for promoting this issue. It's uh, an important one. It's one that will honor uh, the legacy of a great man, a great husband, a great father that uh, we all knew in Jason Reibenberg. And, you know, we need to get this done for our nation's truckers. And, again, I would just emphasize this is a part of the economic recovery. It's an economic uh, development issue because it provides for a better outcome for our trucking community, and they move our goods, and they move and strengthen um, the progress for for our economy. So, you know, this will this will happen because we're all you know in full gear here, and uh, we're all on June board. 23rd. Yeah, absolutely on board. So June 23rd, let's make it happen with the National Call-In Day for 1803 Jason's Law and. I have to say it's been an honor working with everyone because there's just there's just a, a tremendous bit of uh, spirit in the trucking community. People get things done. They put their mind to it, and and there's a sisterhood and brotherhood that's undeniable. And we're gonna we're gonna, we're trying to increase that with the uh, convention in October that Hope's going to be at, and uh, uh, that that's that's pretty much what we're trying to to create even further is more of a unity and brotherhood. So. Uh, and this Jason's Law has definitely has aided us in that people are coming together. They might disagree on a lot of things, but this is something that has really brought people together. And, uh, isn't, and that, get- isn't that a beautiful thought, though, to close with? Because this undeniably is a tragedy, but if the outcome can be to bring people together under a common cause and really grow a sense of harmony, it's tremendous. Absolutely. It's tremendous. Right. So I hope, right, thank well, you. Thank you. It's an honor. Thank you, Congressman Tonsell. Oh. Okay. Um, right, okay, again, folks, Congressman. Uh, you're certainly welcome, and uh, make the phones ring here on, on Capitol Hill. We'll do it. Okay. Hey, thanks. All right, th- all right thanks. And, uh, of course, Hope, appreciate you being here as well and keep in touch and let us know how everything's coming along, okay? I will definitely do that. And we'll create that blog post. We'll announce it tonight. Yes, I'm going to put it up to in just a few minutes. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks again. Thank you, guys, Alan. Bye. Bye. All right. Well, Donna, thanks. Uh, we're winding down here. Thanks for hanging out with me again. It was a good show, huh? It was a great show. It was. I'm really excited. I actually can't wait to start in tomorrow. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be right back to wrap it up for this broadcast of Truth About Trucking Live, so we will be right back. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to Truth About Trucking Live on Blog Talk Radio. You know, I get a lot of emails from drivers just coming into the industry, and many of them have one goal in mind, and that is to someday have their own rig and become an owner-operator. I started Truth About Trucking and AskTheTrucker.com with one major goal in mind, and that was to provide honest and reliable information about the trucking industry, especially to those just beginning their careers in professional truck driving. Running your own trucking business is part of the entrepreneurial spirit that keeps America moving, and if you're considering starting your own owner-op business, there's only one name you need to know, Lone Mountain Truck Leasing. LoneMountainTruck.com offers the best lease purchase plan in the industry. There's no huge balloon payment at the end, and when you make that final truck payment, they hand over the title. It's that simple. They require a very reasonable down payment, and the monthly payments are kept at an affordable $1,000 per month, and sometimes even less. 
They have a great inventory to choose from, which includes Peterbilts, Volvos, Internationals, and Freightliners, and all of their trucks are mechanically checked out, dependable, and ready to go. And unlike trucking company leases, if you choose to switch motor carriers, the truck goes with you. It's your truck. Check them out at LoneMountainTruck.com or give them a call toll-free at 866-512-5685. LoneMountainTruck.com, the honest guys with the sweet lease deals. LoneMountainTruck.com. Hey truckers, are you tired of not being able to find a place to take a break? Are the truck stops and rest areas full at night or you just want to take a break from the sleeper? Hotelsfortruckers.org will help you find a hotel where you can fit in. Choose from thousands of trucker-friendly hotels across America that accommodates a 75-foot-long tractor trailer, and you can get great discounts and specials through Hotelsfortruckers.org. And if you're traveling with a pet or a smoking preference or need laundry facilities, the free information on the website includes an extensive database to locate the address, phone number, and direct web links to the hotels. And if you use a hotel room at least one time per year, then you can take advantage of the $10 annual membership, which allows easy access to view hotels, which offer additional CDL trucker discounts, nationwide hotel chain discounts, and even room coupon specials. Hotelsfortruckers.org's database is comprised of the most extensive list of properties that offer the most needed trucker amenities. So visit the website today, Hotelsfortruckers.org, to find the hotel that is right for you. Hotels for Truckers was built by a trucker for truckers to help you get in where you fit in. That's Hotels, the number four, Truckers.org. All right, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Sorry we couldn't get to your calls. We're giving it to Congressman Tonko. We'll uh, wrap it up here with a song, Say a Prayer for Jason, from When the Big Rigs Don't Roll. Our time will probably run out uh, before the song finishes, but it'll be complete on the archive. So thanks for tuning in, everybody. Appreciate it. Until next time, for Truth About Trucking Live, I'm Alan Smith. Drive safe. that truck reaching for that blue collar dream hard working man making a living driving that big machine he loved his son Joshua and hope his wife but for seven dollars he lost his life With nowhere to rest In between his loads He was shot to death On the side of the road Say a prayer For Jason Say a prayer For Joshua and Hope Say a prayer For all the truck drivers Stuck out on the road Just say a prayer Say a prayer Say a prayer They say accidents are up Because of driver fatigue But states keep closing their stops When they know that's what we need You can't find a place So you're stuck for the night So you park on the road And you risk your life I don't know about you But it makes no sense to me If they'd pass Jason's law You'd have a place to sleep Say a prayer For Jason Joshua and Hope Say a prayer For all the truck drivers Stuck out on the road Just say a prayer